Born in 1926, Jacques Villeglay is a major artist of the second half of the 20th century and is considered one of the first street artists. He lives and works between Paris and Saint-Malo. He attended the School of Fine Arts in Rennes and Nantes, where he studied architecture. Mr. Villeglay soon gave up painting and became interested in found objects which he appropriated for his work. In 1949, he became fascinated by posters and by a newfound perception and discovery of beauty in urban fragments. Having always lived in cities, he was drawn to architecture, to colors, typography, and other elements of a post-war society. In 1960, Villaglay joined the New Realists with Yves Klein, Armand, and Jean Tanguali as the group turned its gaze on the burgeoning consumer society. Jacques Villaglay is represented in prestigious collections including Centre Pompidou, MoMA, and Tate Modern, among others. When discussing his art, Mr. Villaglay points immediately to Picasso, an artist he initially knew the name of, but not much else. Finding Picasso was much an act of serendipity. It was spontaneous, found in a book dated Mr. Villaglay's year of birth. Upon picking up this book, he became completely enamored by the unique geometry of the works inside. The intrigue of this moment was truly the beginning of his abstract career. Mr. Villaglay attended the School of Fine Arts in Rennes, where he was immediately surrounded by art and artists, the likes of which he had never seen before. He was entering the artistic movement during the tumultuous German occupation of France. At this time, he was living in a city that was resistant to the German occupation. However, the Vichy regime persisted. This created a pointed conflict and a volatile social culture which he later reflects in his artwork. When he found the book from the year of his birth, he knew neither much about abstract or surreal arts, nor did he know anyone in the field. It was at the School of Fine Arts where he found the first community he had ever come across who was artistically educated. At first, Mr. Villaglay attended the School of Fine Arts in Nantes, where he studied with the intention of becoming an architect. He saw architecture as an organizational mechanism to outline his life. This architectural background gave him a unique foundation and structure, which he presents later in his artwork. Soon after, Mr. Villaglay became interested in topography. It was the richness of the Chinese characters that attracted him instantly. While he never studied them in an academic setting, he was intrigued by their beauty. As Villaglay deepened his understanding of art, he watched them. He inspected them. He was so fascinated by these characters that he quickly introduced them into his artwork. This topography, these posters, flyers, and letters attracted him. He was able to create a unique dialogue between the art which he created and the culture in which he was positioned. When asked about his process, he points to the difficulty of this work, outlining the will it takes to become an artist. Villaglay does not often sketch. His mode of creation does not require that fine delineation. He is able to create art in his own unique fashion. He emphasizes that a true artist must do something that others have not yet done. Additionally, he mentions that any great work must be contradictory in some manner, for that is what gives it interest. Regarding his working materials, Mr. Villaglay points to Paris as the best place to find posters and flyers. There, he can find the most interesting and up-to-date material. In the suburbs, these posters are more specifically targeted towards the commuters, towards the working people. These posters that he finds represent our era. In fact, one can point out the unique evolution in these flyers. When asked if he were to begin again as a young artist today, Mr. Villaglay laments about the increasing lack of paper publicity, as society has instead shifted to digital advertising and marketing. While assembling his artwork, Mr. Villaglay works frequently with hidden symbols. Many messages and characters are hidden in his unique collages. These collages act as a mirror to the French society and the evolution that Villaglay sees within it. 
As his work gained popularity, many sought to photograph the artist, but at first he refused. However, he later changed his mind when he realized that photography could be a method of recognition, both for himself and for his artwork. He spoke fondly of the time when he was more anonymous as an artist, emphasizing the complication that comes with being more widely known. Continuing the discussion about his process, he highlights the importance of spontaneity. He is quick to assert that he is not a scientist, nor is the way he creates art scientific. He instead acts on instinct, having many of his greatest ideas in an instant, and executing them with that specific moment in time in mind. These ideas are of ephemeral intention. However, he asserts that one must find an equilibrium when making art, as the balancing act occurs between intention, execution, and method for the artist. Jacques Villaglade describes his art as a communicative tool. He states that he is a witness to our culture as he sees it. Mr. Villaglay points to the cultural evolution that exists throughout his artwork and the time periods before and after. While the first generation of it had little awareness about the abstract process, 50 years later all that remains is abstract. Regarding other artists as well, many remain in the field of abstract art because of their strong attachment to the style. When asked about the situation at present, Jacques Villaglay emphasizes the critical moment in which we exist. At present, he says, we are at a turning point in history. The function of art in this pivotal time is to act as a method of communication. This art allows us to know each other and to understand and to express ourselves. It is this message and function that Jacques Villaglay hopes to promote through his work. The Creative Process Podcast is supported by the Jan Michalski Foundation. This interview was conducted by Mia Funk with the participation of collaborating universities and students. Associate Interviews Podcaster on this podcast was Sarah Bortel. Digital Media Coordinator is Hannah Story Brown. Wintertime was composed by Nicholas Anadoli and performed by the Athenian Trio. We hope you've enjoyed listening to this podcast. If you would like to get involved with our creative community, exhibitions, podcasts, or submit your creative works for review, just drop us a line at team at creativeprocess.info. Thanks for listening.